welcome to the worldwide broadcast of the Ted and Austin Brower Show, bringing you the latest world news and health research. Hope you're having a terrific day, as always. And if you guys have checked the website, you've seen the product of the week, the ProCut Core, on sale right now for over 10% off. Be sure to check that out. And I also have some really exciting news. We have been working uh, on trying to get a contract with DHL Express for a reasonable price for Express International Shipping, and we have now solidified it with them, meaning all of our international shipments will now be going DHL Express. They will be probably about the same price as our regular international shipping that we've had, but instead of dealing with priority mail, which takes anywhere from 7 to 20 days sometimes to get certain places, uh, we're talking like one- and two-day transit time now, guaranteed all the way from Canada being two days, uh, UK two to three days, Australia four to five days. And uh, we've experimented with a little bit of DHL to actually see how it was going to work. And they've been working really good now. They've really been stepping up their game on the international sector. And uh, competitive pricing, very fast shipping. Uh, you guys know back during COVID, we had some severe issues getting into Canada. DHL Express seems to not have an issue with that. So if you've got any questions about that or anything that you're interested in, Feel free to give us a call up or email us on the website. Um, we're here to answer any questions. I really love our international customers. We got a lot of them, and I know it's been frustrating over the last couple of years uh, with COVID and with priority mail and a lot of the delays that have happened. But we've pretty much got this worked out now, and we do have the contract with DHL. So that will be starting tomorrow. So anything you're interested in, if you're international, the wait is over now. We can get it to you literally within a few days, minus whatever days it goes through customs. I can't control that. It may take an extra day or two through that. But as far as transit time, we're talking two to three days pretty much around the world. So really, really exciting. Be sure, again, if you got any questions or need anything from us internationally, we're here to help you out the best we possibly can here at healthmasters.com. You can give us a call up at 1-800-726-1834 or email us on the website on the contact form. So definitely exciting stuff. Also, to in other news, this is something that I wanted to touch base on real quick because I talked about it yesterday and I want to kind of add a little bit more into it because I had some people send me some emails and they were shocked about the website from Oliver's Travel that goes into detail about the perfect weather wedding day for $100,000. And yes, that is legit in Europe. Yes, that is active. Yes, they do that. And uh, people were actually quite shocked. I, I put the link on the website. And you guys can look it up. And it goes into detail in their Q&A form, as I said yesterday, about openly bragging about weather modification and cloud seeding and what they're doing to get rid of rain if you want to have a perfect wedding day. But what's interesting about this is this is why, if you know, I'm always so skeptical when you start seeing insane amounts of crazy weather start hitting, especially continually hitting red states. We saw the tornadoes repeatedly now have been hitting out in the Midwest over and over and over again to an unmatched degree we haven't seen in a while. You just saw Oklahoma and Kansas. My condolences to everybody out there. They just got hit again. Now they said Nebraska, Texas, Iowa's all been placed under tornado watch last night. And now suddenly they're getting – Tennis ball sized hail. Tennis size. I'm tennis ball. There's photos of it online. This stuff is, I mean, size of a baseball in everybody's hands. I mean, that's some serious hail. While at the same time, now we've seen torrential downpour in South Florida with Fort Lauderdale Airport completely going underwater. A lot of the, the gas stations have been shut down down there. If people don't know about that, there's, they're like having to ration fuel because everything's getting cut off. And my question is well, 
what happens to electric charging stations when they go underwater? How uh, how how well do those work? Because people were trying to talk about, oh, well, you know, we could just start driving electric. Have you ever driven an electric car through, you know, one to two feet of water? I haven't. I have a pretty good indication that it's not going to work very well considering how electronically based these cars are. I've seen cars that are, you know, internal combustion engines drive through water with snorkels on them, water all the way up to the windshield with snorkel out of the top of it. I've seen it for in Jeeps. I used to be in a Jeep when I was younger. I've seen crazy stuff with vehicles if they're sealed up right and done correctly. Electric cars, not so much. So, again, this is just another example of why the infrastructure that they're trying to put into place and demand that everybody use doesn't make a whole lot of sense whatsoever. And now there's been multiple lawsuits filed, big boy companies, uh, going against this new EPA mandate, regulation, rule, whatever they want to call it, unconstitutional, illegal, because Congress is the only one that has the right or control to do things that can have a significant impact on the economy. And this EPA move is detrimental. I mean, they're saying they want by you know, 2023, they want 65 to 70 percent of the cars on the road to only be EV, nothing else. Guys, that's not even 10 years away. The infrastructure, A, is in there. B, you can't even discuss and understand the level of infrastructure when you start talking about the semi-trucks, the UPS trucks, the FedEx trucks, all the vehicles on the road that do transport and semis that get goods to and fro everywhere. Dude, what do you, how, do you, how do you start doing that? It doesn't work. So again, what they're doing is they're intentionally trying to collapse the economy under the guise of climate change. We've got to do climate change, guys. This climate change is coming. It's because they are the ones eliciting the climate change. Isn't it funny? You know, back – I remember in the 60s hearing about this. In the 70s, basically the oil supply was going to be gone in 10 years. You know, that never happened. We're in 2023 now, still have plenty. In the 70s, remember they said the ice age was coming. I remember reading about that. It was, everything's going to start freezing. Then happened. 80s, they said acid rain's going to kill the soil in 10 years. Acid rain, acid rain. Well, that, that didn't happen. The 90s, remember the ozone layer was going to be gone in 10 years. Remember all the ozone was being depleted out from all the pollution. That didn't happen. Then 2000, remember global warming was going to kill us all. Global warming, global warming. Well, 2023 still hasn't happened. Oh, remember 2012? The whole world's going to come to an end. The Mayan calendar's going to stop. It doesn't know. Everything ends. Ah, even did a movie on it. That, that didn't happen. That was over 10 years ago now. Now, you know, we've got this climate change. Climate change is going to kill everybody in 10 years. You got to pay more taxes. You got to stop driving your car. You can't go anywhere. We're the only ones that can fly on private jets because, you know, it's science. The climate change. Guys, the technology that is around and what is being used and what is being shown to us are two completely different things. And the weather modification and weather warfare is a very real thing all the way back from the 60s, and it has only gotten more advanced. You can look up the patents on the aerial sprays for the planes and all the other equipment that they've been using for decades now. But just be aware of that, that this stuff is very real. And always try to be prepared and look ahead for some type of uh, ability to handle natural disasters the best you can, like we do down here in Florida a lot. I know a lot of other states do, but just be aware of it. What do you think, Dan? You, you know, um, Austin, this weather warfare has been around for a long, long time. Uh, you know, it just uh, actually is a real mess. It started back during World War II. They started using it and experimenting with it, and then they really – got full stride right in the middle of the doggone Vietnam War. And what ended up happening is that, you know, they, they flooded out the Ho Chi Minh Trail. 
this is, we're talking 1960s now. This is 80-year-old technology with cloud seeding, et cetera, et cetera. And then they ratcheted it up with HARP. We know that. The, the antenna arrays they have all over the world, and they have all kinds of other types of things that can create clouds anywhere and do anything they want. And this thing was called a conspiracy theory for years and years and years, and it's simply not. It's very, very real technology. And for simple-minded people who look at contrails versus chemtrails or geoengineering, they don't see the difference. You look up at the clouds and you see a plane flying over at 40,000 feet, and it leaves a giant vapor trail behind it about a quarter of a mile, and it dissipates because it's primarily water vapor, and it's gone. Or you see one flying at 40,000 feet, and it leaves a trail of white that goes back you know, 40 miles, 50 miles, and it doesn't dissipate. It just spreads out and becomes like a layer of clouds. Uh, that's called a, you know, geoengineering. It's used for increasing the amount of metallic ions in the atmosphere, increases the 5G, 6G connectivity. Uh, it basically rains down on us. It's not acid rain, but it rains barium and aluminum down on the soil. It doesn't kill the soil like acid rain, changing the pH. But what it does do, it kills the feeder roots of many different types of vegetation, including citrus trees. The trees here in Florida have been completely decimated because they've been wiped out, and they say it's, they call it greening. So now the areas that we had that were all citrus groves here in central Florida have been all plowed up and burned down, and, and they, they put housing in. It's everywhere, and the soil can no longer handle you know, different types of vegetation because the aluminum is so high and the barium is so high. And the reason I know this is I have personally tested the water from two rainstorms years ago. We posted the lab results on our website. You can see them yourself. And both samples were so high in barium and aluminum that they were no longer considered safe to drink by EPA standards. Now, guys, this is just just simple stuff I'm talking about right now. And if a person can't see that part of what's going on or the reality of that, uh, there's no reason to talk to them about ancient Canaanite religions and who runs the actual planet. They're not going to get it. You know, they're going to deny the fact that they can look up and see a contrail versus a you know chemtrail, and that the government's putting this metallic ion stuff out. It also detects exotic propulsion systems and systems in the ionosphere, in the outer parts of the atmosphere. What does that mean? They're looking for spaceships. That's basically it uh, for other extraterrestrials craft that are out there as far as detecting the basically the, the trail of them. Uh, you know, we have we have weapon based systems that are out there looking for these things. And I'm going to cover this on angel wars and what these things are and who's running them and who's operating them. And, you know, they're kind of like a, a vestule of the ancient alien the angel wars that we had in the universe. I mean, all of this stuff's going to get tied together starting on May the 1st. And we're going to basically go into detail on all of this stuff. It also helps over the horizon radar systems. If you want to believe the horizon and the curvature of the Earth theories and all the things they've told you about the planet, if you want to believe all that. But the point is this, is we've got a real problem with breathing this crap. And that's what it is, this crap, because it's aluminum and barium. The barium really wipes out the immune system. The aluminum causes this stuff gets absorbed through the olfaction system and it goes into the brain. And that's why I take magnesium brain food every single day, magnesium DNA, because what it does, it helps to pull the stuff that goes into the blood-brain barrier and pull the heavy metals out. It's one of the best products I've ever used for getting rid of brain fog. In fact, it's the only product I've ever used that gets rid of brain fog. I just have an issue with brain fog. We brought this product, the product out about 10 years ago. I was having issues with it. And it wasn't all the time, but it was just, sometimes things are a little foggy. And I started taking this product, and man, I tell you what, it cleared it up quick. I take a tablespoon a day, and what I do is I mix it in a glass of water. You can also mix this total put total rest with it. Oh God, it makes you so relaxed, and just and just chill out with that product. Put some ice in it, stir it up. It tastes like a doggone fruit punch. It's so good. And every once in a while, I'll sit down at night and I'll, I'll drink it with my meals because I really pretty much stick with distilled water all the time. But I'll go ahead and put this into my water and stir it up and put some ice in it. And I tell you what, the magnesium brain food, the total rest. 
two fantastic, outstanding products that you really need to be taking on a regular basis. And if you know it can go through the blood-brain barrier and you know it can pull heavy metals back out, how else are you supposed to get this stuff out of you when you're having to breathe the air that's loaded with metallic ions? I'm just asking you a question. I don't know of any other way, but I know this. I know that this spraying stuff has been going on for a long, long, long time. It's run via the CIA. Surprise, surprise. Black operations, surprise, surprise. The vast majority of Congress knows nothing about it. And, of course, every once in a while, some scientist will slip or some person from the military will slip and say something about it. But they're quickly shut up because they're not supposed to talk about this stuff. So Austin's right about the geoengineering. And we need to understand that the metallic ions poison the soil. And it's not pH. It, it's 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 poisoning the soil because the plants cannot handle that that aluminum or the barium, and, and they die. By the way, speaking of old technology that's been around for a long time, let's look at rockets that go into, quote-unquote, outer space, if you want to believe that whole scenario. Musk's starship goes up into a blaze on 420 today. Rocket booster fails to separate, comes crashing back down to Earth in a fireball during the second failed launch in a week in South Texas. Musk, Elon Musk's starship, built to go to Mars, blew up during its first orbital launch. The first two stages failed to separate after taking off. No details have been shared. SpaceX's uncrewed Starship exploded into a ball of fire on 420 during its first orbital launch, the second failed attempt this week. The massive 365-foot rocket, tall, tall rocket launched at around 9.30 a.m. this morning, following a pause on the countdown clock to finish the final checks. But the green light was given, and the two stages climbed towards space, but the craft experienced an issue when the super-heavy booster and Starship did not separate. The failure sent both stages crashing to Earth. They imploded mid-descent. Elon Musk claimed last month there was a 50% chance the spacecraft could, could explode during launch. Well, okay, Musk, I know you're supposed to be the smart guy that's got some type of you know Asperger's syndrome. Okay, I got that, all right? If you think you had a 50-50 chance of taking this huge technology, quote-unquote, 80 years ago, that's, this is put, put them in, though. This is, this is, this is Werner von Braun stuff. This is old, old technology. This is show. This is show and tell and smoke and mirrors. This is absolute nonsense because that technology is ancient. It comes back from the 1920s and the 1930s from the German rocket scientists. It, it was so funny. For those of you who can remember this, you could actually watch it on YouTube. Bob Hope was doing a special one time back in the 60s, and they were talking about how Sputnik had been launched and the Russians had put a, you know, a spaceship in the, Earth, in the Earth orbit and that basically they were ahead of the United States. And he said on the – show he said and he was making a joke he said this goes to prove that russia's german rocket scientists are smarter than our german rocket scientists <laughs> and, and it's funny to me because he was spoofing it but it was the truth after world war ii the russians came in and took a lot of these scientists back to russia that had been working on the v rockets okay and so did the united states with this technology this is very complicated technology that the germans have been able to figure out whether or not it was from the Viril maidens or not, I don't know, have no idea. But it's ancient technology. It's a hundred-year-old technology. And the par problem with all of this stuff is we have already, and Schauberger proved this, with the anti-gravity stuff and the, and the Glocke, when they were using the spinning mercury and the bells and how they could actually obtain you know, zero-gravity flight. All this stuff was done you know, in the 30s and in the 40s. The technology we have today is so far advanced to taking a rocket burning fuel and igniting it like it's a giant you know firecracker and sending it up into space this is show and tell all this is is show and tell it's supposed to show us that it's not safe to go into space it's not safe to have this technology you're never going to make it at mars we have a 50 50 chance that you're going to die going into space it's to continue the lie of the paradigm that they've told us about apollo 
about going to the moon with the talk technology from the 60s. Now, do I believe we've been to the moon? Absolutely, yes. I do, but not with Apollo. That technology was too old and too ridden with problems, and it was another big show, another big psyop as far as I'm concerned. In my opinion, you guys can do your own research on this. And when Stanley Kubrick was asked to film it, all the rest of it, he even talked about this and actually talked about it in The Shining and all the rest of this as far as the technology that was there that we were using at that time was already ancient compared to what we had picked up from Rosville in 47. All of this stuff, read the book, The Day After Roswell by Colonel Corso. He waited 50 years to publish this book so he could be basically free of the restrictions as a colonel and what he was going to say to the press and in the book. It was an international bestseller in the New York Times the day after Roswell. It'll snap you tight. And I read the book, Hell You by Hell You Ride. He was a former defense prime minister of Canada, and he had written a book called The Money Mafia, another, another book you need to read. And right in the middle of that book, he starts talking about spaceships and aliens and technology and all the other stuff about Roswell. Oh, yeah, right in the middle of his book. And he said that he had verified with the people that had been with Roswell and with Colonel Corso that 100% of the book the day after Roswell was true. So believe it or not believe it, we're going to cover it in Angel Wars. We're going to talk about this briefly, but I want you guys to know that this stuff, these entities have been with us for a long, long time, way back into the pre-Adamic race. So realize this is real and that our battle is not against flesh and blood, but against these ETs or fallen angels or other entities that rebelled against God, and they're still here on this planet doing what they do best, and that's to try to destroy, rob, kill, steal, and destroy, and take as many of them as they possibly can into hell with them, which they're going to do who knows what with you down there, probably going to torture you for all eternity to continue to drain you of your energy like energy vampires. I don't know about that one. All I know is someplace I don't want to go, and I don't want to have these things doing what they do to people. I don't want to deal with any of that stuff where there'll be weeping and gnashing of teeth, Jesus said. That sounds awful to me. That's why he sent Christ. God did the author, the finisher, the perfecter of our faith, Jesus, in the form of a man to fulfill all scripture to allow us to be reconciled back to him through Christianity, through Christ. And that's what they want to do is to destroy that relationship with you through God. That's what the transgender movement is all about. That's what all of this stuff is about is to separate you as far as they possibly can from God because these guys, these entities that have been damned. These fallen angels, whatever you want to call them, ETs, pick a name, I don't care, reptilian aliens like David Icke likes to call them, but he's not a Christian. So you got to really watch his stuff that he talks about. But remember this, this group of entities, they're not going to get out of the mess they're in. There's, there's not going to be forgiveness of their sins and what they've done. They're so evil that they basically they, – they drip evil when they walk. They're horrible entities, and they're the ones that run around the planet seeking to rob, kill, steal, and destroy and to twist everybody's thought every way they possibly can to make everybody's thought as evil as they possibly can all of the time, just like they did in Genesis 6. They want you connected into a 6G, 5G hive mind. They want you implanted with chips. They want to do everything they can to separate you from God Almighty. And that's why Jesus said, as it was in the days of Noah, I'm paraphrasing, when every thought was evil all of the time, so shall it be upon my return. That's the goal here for these things. And there's rules of engagement that have been put into place with these entities, and they can't, quote-unquote, visibly appear to you and basically try to convict you as far as following the evil one. This is what Lucifer had done the first time. The rules were changed. He's not allowed to do that anymore, come to you and do that, just like the angels aren't allowed to come and proclaim the gospel to you right now. But they can protect you. All of these things are real. Now, we can pretend like they're not real. Okay, whatever. 
Remember these entities, these demons, whatever they appear, it was always they, them, or whatever. They're always talking in the plural. Isn't it funny how the transgenders and all these different people that are doing all this weird stuff are theys and thems and not he's and she's? Yeah, just think about that one too. All of this stuff is real and it's around you. That's why we have to stand with the full armor of God. We've got to put on the armor of God every single day. and We've got to dig in. We've got to dig a trench line. And we've got to say, you know what? How about you guys are going to hell? How about I'm not going with you? How about I'm not going to do what you want me to do? How about I'm going to stand with the most high God and I will try to bring honor and glory to him and all that I do think and say, let me do that. How about we stand with Jesus? How about we are led by the Holy Spirit? How about we stand with the most high God and we go, no, how about no? How about Satan get behind me? That's it. Those are the words we've got to use. We've got to remember that we can do all things through Christ who stands, who strengthens us, but we also have to stand our ground and we have to realize that in all things at all times at all places we've got to think about our eternal home that we're going to have through jesus through christ and realize that we're just passing through here we're not of this planet we're not supposed to be here for a christian the world can have this mess this is a mess all right they can be with their secular world and their secular gods and their transgenders, weirdos, and all the other garbage that we have to put up while we're here. But we stand our ground and we keep our eyes fixed on the cross of Christ and the resurrected tomb and who Jesus is as an omnipresent God who provides for us an eternal redemption by the shedding of his blood to change our DNA back to that of the Father so that we can be one with him and that our sin will be forgiven and be seen no more. That's who we are as Christians. And the power that raised Jesus from the dead dwells in us every day of our life. And we've got to hold that power. And we've got to realize this isn't a game that we're in. You know, we're not supposed to be here, but it ain't a game. It's real. And these guys on the other side, they're not just playing for blood. They're playing for your soul. That's the whole game here, is they want your soul. Guys, don't let them have that. You stand firm and you stand with Jesus every single day. Austin, what do you think, buddy? What's your next story? That was really well said. That's exactly what they're playing for now. That's why they have made it so blatantly obvious that they're going after the children now. They're not not even trying to be low-key about it anymore. They're not even trying to be discreet. They're not trying to go around and be like, well, you know, we're not really kind of doing this. They're blatantly doing it. I saw a post from lady named Dr. Anastasia Lupus, Marie Lupus, and it's on Twitter. And I haven't been able to verify all of it yet, even though I've gotten a lot of the addresses in, um, as far as the areas. So she put up a post, and it was listing the number of pediatric gender clinics in 2007. Now, these are pediatric gender clinics that can do everything from mutilation to you know uh, puberty blockers to essentially sterilization. Uh, for pediatricians, there's, there's two in the entire country. One was in Virginia, one was in Maine. That was it. And they were pretty much, from what I'm reading here, they were like non-existent. Like they didn't really do much of anything. Now the listing has gone up significantly by 15,000% rise. And the shot here from the photo of the country, I mean, shows hundreds of pediatric gender clinics now in 2022, hundreds of them all across the country. Some areas like California and the Northeast, there's so many of them. You, you have to zoom in to try to find them because they're all so close together. What's happening is you've now got another cash cow in the medical field. You've now got some individuals who are just sickos, in my opinion, and they're medical doctors. and They're, they're not good ones, in my opinion, at all. They have now found this niche, this cash market 
of gender pediatric reassignment surgery centers, and it's exploding. It's exploding like an atomic bomb on the country right now. This is why so many states are now passing restrictions and rules and laws that anyone under the age of 18 cannot go and have any of these surgeries and any of this stuff done to them because you can't do that in any other case. You're 12 years old. You can't go in and say, hey, by the way, I want to go ahead and have my uh, my arm cut off. I just – I don't like the way my arm looks. I just – I want to have my arm cut off. Could you go ahead and do that for me? They're going to look at you and go, dude, you're 12 years old. Get out of here. Go go, go home. Go play. Go ride a bicycle. Go do something. Like you should, you're not making any sense. Oh, but if he comes in and goes, hey, I want to have my appendage cut off because I'm a girl because I've been told I've been a girl by the last six years by my communist teacher by YouTube. Teacher go, or the doctor goes, oh, yeah, totally cool. Pediatric gender reassignment surgery clinic. Totally cool, bud. You uh, we, you don't tell your parents either about it if you're in California. I saw an article now here over in California. <laughs> Take it a step further. They just introduced a bill. 596 in California will make it illegal to criticize teachers for teaching gender ideology. Yes, illegal to criticize. Bill 596 makes it a misdemeanor offense punishable by a fine of $500 or up to $1,000 or up to one year in jail for anyone who subjects teachers to threats, harassments, or criticization on or off campus revolving gender ideology. The bill defines harassment as a knowing and willful course of conduct directed at specific persons, annoys or harasses the person, and this serves no legitimate purpose. Annoys or harasses the person. So if a teacher is a complete and total pedophile pervert and they're spewing this in their classroom and you as a teacher or you as a, you as a parent go to the school board meetings and you come up there and you say, this is absolutely unacceptable. You guys are teaching them gender perversion. You're polluting their minds. You're teaching them all manner of filth. This isn't okay. We're not going to elect you guys again if you don't stop this crap. Oh, you're annoying me, peasant. Okay, go ahead. Go ahead and find him. Arrest him. Arrest him. Arrest him. No, hang him from the bridge. Like I said, Rob Roy. Be out with him, peasant. You can't talk to me like that. You're annoying me. This is literally in the verbiage on here. The press release last week, Bill author Senator Anthony Portatino, my opinion, probably a pedophile, just my opinion, he introduced Bill SB 596 in response to a recent incident where a teacher who had talked to students and promoted LGBTQRSTUV Pride Month was relocated to another school after receiving harassments. The, TEOs, the teachers are being harassed for doing their jobs. This SB 596 will ensure that educators can safely continue to be educators, helping their students thrive unencumbered by fear and intimidation. No, this is about suppressing any type of dissidence. This is about preventing anybody from talking about biblical ideologies. This is about preventing parents from having a say on what's being spewed on their children. This is what this is about. And I'm not surprised in California. Sorry to pick on everybody in California that are listeners. Beautiful state, a lot of cool stuff, been out there multiple times, but the communism that has infiltrated that government out in California is horrific. And what they've been doing to the kids in the school system is equally as horrific. But I just want to bring that up. It's like Dad was talking about here. They're going after the kids. They know what they're doing. This is no they're not being subtle anymore about this. When you start having them be this brazen to where it's now illegal if they pass this bill, it's illegal to harass or annoy a teacher. And you can be jailed up to one year for simply telling the teacher, we don't agree with what you're teaching. 
Last time I checked, it's our children. Last time I checked, you're paid by our tax dollars in California. Last time I checked, we have a say what our children are subjected to. No, no, no. You're annoying me, peasant. You can't talk to me about that. Unbelievable, but not surprising to say the least. Also, too, in other news, this is very interesting. Is this is an article that was put out by Peter McCullough, and um, this is very interesting because China has silently, but very actually effectively, figured out how to load cow's milk with RNA exomes and successfully immunize mice. And this article here says the nation's food supply can be manipulated by public health agencies to influence population outcomes, as we've clearly seen now with all types of trash being put in the food and what it actually does. A new oral route of administration is now being considered in China specifically for COVID-19 vaccination using RNA and cow's milk. Zhang and colleagues have demonstrated that a shortened RNA code of 675 base pairs can be loaded into phospholipid packets called exomes derived from milk and then injected back into that same milk to be fed to mice. The mice gastrointestinal tract absorbed the exomes and the RNA made it into the bloodstream and lymphatic tissues because antibodies were produced in the fed mice against SARS-CoV-2 spike protein. What's interesting about this is the this oral vaccine for SARS-CoV, RNA bovine milk derived, and derived exomes induce a neutralizing antibody response. From a scientific perspective, this experimental step taken by the Chinese was an actual stunning success. However, given the extreme damage that RNA vaccines have generated in terms of injuries, disabilities, death, blood clots, heart attacks, myocarditis, these data raising considerable ethical issues, they're now showing here that a lot of people have extreme strong objections to RNA in the food supply, particularly when it is being done with minimal labeling or warnings because there has not been any type of laws put into place about injecting vaccines into the food supply. This is something that needs to get addressed very quickly or else we're going to start having a very serious problem on our hands when it comes to the food supply. We already know that that's happening, but now you think about it, who owns all these massive companies? They're all owned by a few of them, and but the bottom top, at the top of the list, it always goes down to BlackRock, State Street, Vanguard, as we point out all the time. And we now know that Bill Gates has been involved, directly involved, in buying up massive amounts of farmland all across the country. We now know that a lot of the corporations have been continually going in and doing buyouts and acquisitions and mergers of smaller food companies, so they're all controlled under one giant umbrella. We've personally watched that, numerous businesses that we've been involved in that just get dissolved. And now we have the actual success of putting RNA in milk and having being absorbed by mice in this experiment. Very, very spooky stuff. Makes me want to go get my own goats. Sorry, my own goats milk at the house. I may start doing. We're already working on getting chickens again. And uh, but yeah, something to be aware of. Something to do research on. Something to be boisterous on. And also make it known that this isn't okay. This isn't something that we want. And also, too, local farmers. Get them to be vocal about this and talk about what's going on and bring it up because this has to get addressed because you can't just start going in and start putting gene therapy into the food supply and tell everybody, oh, it's okay. It's normal. Nothing to see here. Just just move along. It's not, it's not okay at all. What do you think, Dad? Uh, I don't think it's okay. <laughs> I think it's awful. No. You know, I mean, like you said, got to get a goat. I mean, gosh, try to keep those things from climbing on top of the cars and the trucks. You know, they climb on eat everything. everything. They eat everything. I mean, you forget about landscaping. It's gone. But you get milk. So I guess if you lived in the boonies, I guess, or someplace out in the rural areas, I guess it'd be great if you could isolate them so they don't 
eat everything. But you know, they'll clear. You put twenty or thirty goats on twenty or thirty acres, this overgrown. They'll they'll clear it out. They'll, they'll you know they got the, they get, they'll start eating tin cans for heaven's sake. They'll eat everything. But uh, I mean, uh, they're <laughs> just crazy. But I love goats milk. I remember when the kids were little, all three of them. I remember we had a fit of a time. We had a good guy. He had a company called uh, what was it? It was Golden Fleece, and his name was Glenn. Good man. And, uh, you know, we used to get goat's milk from him at wholesale, and he would sell it to you raw. He's out of business now, and he would basically have a disclaimer on it. It was for animal use only, and I remember we'd order 100 gallons at a time, and we'd put it in a deep freezer, and it would thaw really well, and we gave it to the kids for years and years and years, just keeping them, you know, away from store-bought milk products because of the contaminants and all the chemicals and all the hormones of the milk. Uh, Glenn regrettably died years ago, and we basically lost that supplier. But the thing about it is, is many times you can still find goat's milk that is suitable for human consumption. If you choose it to be, but your choice, I'm not telling you to drink anything that doesn't say it's stamped by the USDA approved. Just thought I'd mention that real quick. And you go to your basically feed store store and ask who buys goat feed. That's the easiest way to do it. And do they sell milk? And then you can go do it that way. But be very careful, again, with the feed because there's no telling what's in the feed again because how do we know they're not putting this mRNA vaccine into the feed? I don't know. The chemtrails, obviously, the geoengineering that we talked about in depth at the beginning of the first segment, weren't effective enough as far as inoculating people with all the chemicals and bacterium and all the other things they wanted to put into these jets because you have a tendency at that type of altitude. The sun and everything else destroys a lot of this stuff as it floats back down. So there's no telling what type of biologicals they were putting into the stuff. I mean, they've dealt with that type of technology for a long, long time, too. The problem is you have to you know, keep it at a lower altitude. He said, well, they would never do that to human beings. Oh, whatever. Come on, guys. Just, just do your own research. Let me tell you a little story. Back in the 90s, we had what's called a Mediterranean fruit fly here in Florida. And it was supposed to come in and destroy the citrus crops. No, you're supposed to destroy the citrus crops. And so they put traps everywhere. And then they finally said, we're going to have DC-3s come fly over everybody of, you know, 100 feet. And we're going to drop malathion on you. And I'm like, what? 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 And, and they said, be war, be wary. Don't go outside at this time of day. If you hear the DC-3 flying over you, make sure you do not go outside and try to bring your cars in because it could cause damage to the paint. And I'm going, what? Uh, what? And then all of a sudden, here they come, the DC-3s with their spray nozzles, 100 feet, 200 feet above the ground, spraying malathion on, on citrus crops in order to kill Mediterranean fruit flies, which were attacking the crops and the citrus that had been weakened by the geoengineering and aluminum uptake trying to get rid of these flies that were eating these diseased, dying citrus trees, right? And they sprayed us. They sprayed us like a bunch of stinking lab rats here in Florida. And I'd scream to the, you know, to Austin and the sheriff just before the other kids were born, get inside, here comes the DC-3, they've got their nozzles turned on. Wait a minute. No, I saw it. I saw it with my own eyes. This is not some conspiracy theory hoax. I saw it. And finally, a bunch of groups got together, consumer groups got in and sued the state of Florida and forced them to stop spraying us like bugs. Malathion, neurotoxin, saw it, experienced it, watched it happen here in the state of Florida. So don't tell me they won't do it because I've seen them do it. And, I, and I've tested the water with all the aluminum barium in it. So you guys can do your own research on this stuff. Let me explain something to you. These entities that run the planet, this is something that we need to get clear in our minds. They don't like you because you're created in God's image. They don't want to basically be around you. You're an anathema to them. They would rather destroy the environment and destroy you. They don't care about you as an individual. All they want is your soul. And here's the other problem. They're jealous of you because they don't have a soul. I don't know what they are. There comes some kind of weird energy entity when they basically are disembodied, I guess. I don't know what the heck they are. But the reality is, is that they want to use you for fuel and for food. 
So they don't care if you love your wife or you love your kids or you love God or you love Christ. They don't care. They, they want to be you because they, they want to soul and they want to kill you and use you and eat you. Satan runs about as a roaring lion seeking those who he may devour. But you agree to yourself. This group of energy vampires have been around for a long, long, long time because they got separated from God when they did the rebellion against him, when the, when the fallen angels, which are innumerable. It says that in the word. The angels are innumerable. So a third of innumerable is still innumerable. And they basically are here to do their duty to you and their damage to you because they're going to hell no matter what. Like I mentioned in the first segment, they ain't getting out of their curse. They're, they're not. They're not coming. They ain't coming. They ain't getting out of this, right? So they want to drag as many people with them so they can have a good food source. I guess I don't know. You, you figure it out. I don't know. It's weird. I got money on the side of the veil. What happens to people? Just some weird stuff out there. And the, the, but the reality is, is that you know we've been separated from that bunch because of Jesus. That's why they have an adamantic hatred of him. That's why it says, had the God of this world known what he was doing, he never would have crucified the Son of Glory. Because when he did that, he set up an eternal covenant for us through Christ, through his blood, through the omnipresent sacrifice of an eternal being, God Almighty, who is creator of heaven and the earth. And he did that for us to give us a way out of this mess. We're put here on this prison planet with these fallen things. What it is, they're a prison planet. We're in the middle of this mess with them. And so we have been given an escape route, <laughs> you know, a way to get out of this mess, a way to stand against this mess all the days of our life with Jesus because he defends us. He creates a shield around us. He, he, he is our, he's the author, the finisher, the protector the, of our faith, and he protects you all the days of your life. He does. Death, oh, death, where is thy victory? Where is thy sting? We have overcome both death, hell, and the grave because of what Christ did for us. You know, we don't fear death. Death is a lie. We just move on to another dimension. We just change addresses is all we do. But this time we get to go to be with God. That's why they don't like Jesus being preached. They want their old world order back. This new world order is just an oxymoron. It's just, a, it's just a, you know, it's, it's all it is. It's, they don't want a new world order. They want their old world order back. They want to take it back to the ancient Canaanite religions with open human sacrifice like they did in the Central and South Americas and like they did in Rome with the sacrifice of people in the Colosseums and on the crosses. That's what they want back. That's what they're going for. They don't want to have anybody talking about Jesus and the blood that sanctifies you. That scares them. You know, it's interesting. I told you this story before. There was a guy I knew, and I knew his name is Gunter, and he was always in this New Age stuff, and he's passed away now. And he always told me he was going to turn into a crystal before he died. And I'll give the boy credit. He fought cancer for about 10 years. German man, attorney, very smart, but didn't have a lot of stunt. He wasn't fanuftic. You guys can look those words up, stunt and fanuftic. Didn't have the reasoning skills. He didn't have the ability to think through complex events as far as from a salvation standpoint. And one day we're sitting on the back porch. Here at my house, and we invited him over for dinner. Him and another man, a guy by the name of Jürgen, who was also German, he's also passed away. They were sitting on the back porch, and Jürgen got saved and accepted Christ. You know, I talked to him about it one day, and he, he went through the prayer with me and knew who Jesus was. But Gunther would not do that. And finally, I looked at Gunther. So he's in all about the aliens and the spaceships and the fallen things and all the weird things that go bump in the night. And I said to myself, well, you do understand, Gunther. That when you call in the name of Jesus, if you get abducted, they'll put you back in your home. They'll put you back where they found you. They're not allowed to touch you because you call on Christ. He goes, yes, that's true. <laughs> and I looked at him. I said, you just said, yes, that's true. He goes, yes, it's true. I know that's true. And I said, well, dude, if Jesus is that powerful, just his name, just the name of Jesus is that powerful. What the heck are you not listening for? Are you not hearing what I'm saying about what he's done for you? Well, I have – he's just in this extreme theory about how he's going to be a crystal. And I looked at him. I said, dude, let me explain something to you. There is a God. You're not God. I'm not God. There is a God. And you ain't going to turn into a crystal. 
You need to accept Christ for who he says he was. I said, if he's that powerful, that if you call on his name, you know why the entities put you back if they messed with you and they abducted you and they want to do experiments on you. And this is all true stuff. There's been thousands and thousands of testimonials of this stuff. I mean, hundreds of thousands. Why they have to put you – look at the cattle mutilation. We can talk about all that too if it's on another show. The, the reason they put you back where they found you, if you call in the name of Jesus, because they know he's real, and they don't want him to show up, period. Because they remember what happened in the New Testament when he sent thousands of them into the herds of swine. And they know the power and the authority he has. Remember they said in, in the New Testament in Acts – you know, uh, Jesus, we know, and Paul, we know, we don't know you. Remember that? Because they know who he is, and they're scared of him. That's why they have the atavistic hatred of him for thousands of years, because they know what he did. They know that he controls time space. They know that through him, all things are held together through him. And he was with God in the beginning. They know that. They know that he's a powerful, omnipresent being that controls the entire universe and holds everything together, and they don't want him showing up. That's why when you call in the name of Jesus and you have a blood covenant with him to God because of what he did, you've accepted him for who he said he is, he shows up with you and he starts answering your prayers and he starts leading and guiding you and he starts directing your footsteps. I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. My footsteps are ordered by the Lord. This is what you get when you get, become a Christian. Christianity is so much more than we've been told. It is so powerful because that same power, like I mentioned in the beginning of the show, that raised Jesus from the dead. You know, he's decided after three days he don't want to be dead anymore. Imagine that, the power that you would have to do that as he was ministering and talking and preaching to those people that were already down in, in hell. You know, that's what we believe he went. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He wasn't tortured in hell. But he, I hate that when people say that. That's such a, that's such a nonsense. It's stupid. That didn't happen to him. When he was on the cross and he said, it is finished, he meant, guess what? He meant it was finished. This war was won. It was done. Now I'm going to go talk to the people down there about what they missed out on and who I am and what I've done and what I can do for them. And then I'm going to be raised from the dead. He could have called down 50 to 60,000 angels anytime he wanted to when he's in the Garden of Gethsemane and stopped the entire process. But he knew why he was there, and he did it for you because he loves you so much. I always remember that, that the God who created the heavens and the earth – allowed his son, part of the triune Godhead, to come down here in the form of a man and die for you and shed his blood for you to reconcile you back to him so you could be back with him for eternity. That's how much he loved you. I'm, 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 this show's turned more into preaching than anything else. I hope you guys are enjoying it. By the way, let me, let me give you a cover of a few more news here. This, this, is, this is interesting. This is, this is another thing by with Kennedy running for president. Now, he's a Democrat, okay? I don't care about partisan politics. You guys know that. But I'm going to say this. This is an article from Daily Mail, and they are really hammering Kennedy. She goes, she used to be funny. Now she's just a joke. Curb your enthusiasm, star. Cheryl Hines is slammed by fans as a disgraceful hypocrite for supporting pathetic anti-vaxxer hospital RFK's Jr.'s presidential bid. You know, I, I read this stuff on the Daily Mail, and then I realize that the global cabal, Luciferian scum run all of this stuff. And they've got to put out this propaganda. So I'm going to read this headline back to you again and see what so you can read it. She used to be funny. Now she's just a joke. Curb your enthusiasm star Cheryl Hines is slammed by fans as a disgraceful hypocrite for supporting pathetic anti-vaxxer husband's RFK Jr.'s presidential bid. Uh, you know, she says she was by his side when he announced his run. 
and many of the actresses' fans are only now just discovering she's married to the politician. Some shared their disapproval, and they said they no longer wanted to support her. Well, I'm sure she's going to cry all the way to the bank, bless her heart. I'm sure she's going to be really upset that you don't want to support her anymore, and her fans don't want to. His wife, Cheryl Hines, has come under fierce fire on social media after she showed her support for her husband. What's she supposed to do? Criticize her husband? This is so stupid. RFK69, age 69, who previously received backlash for making a slew of controversial anti-vax comments. They weren't controversial. They were the truth. Confirmed today that he would be officially challenging Joe Biden's for the Democratic nomination. And while Cheryl, 57, seemed like she was trying to distance herself from her husband when he first made the, the contentious statements, including comparing the introduction of the COVID vaccine to the Holocaust, he's right. Now she's making it clear that she will have his back throughout the campaign. I support my husband's decision. The star who's best known for her role as Larry Davis' wife on Kuba Curb, the enthusiasm, said the statement in People. Uh, you know, you got to give her credit. I do for standing by her man. Oh, and don't start with me on that. Okay. If you're a wife and your husband is doing what you know he's supposed to do, just stand by him. And men, if you're a husband and your wife is doing what she's supposed to do, you stand by your woman. Yeah. I mean, I remember Hillary Clinton came in and made that comment years ago with Bill Clinton. And I, I, it nauseates me. There's nothing wrong with standing with your spouse and standing in the gap and standing in prayer for those you love who are supporting you and who are part of the solution and not part of the problem. There's nothing wrong with it at all. You've got to support the people that brought you. You got you to gotta dance with who took you to the party. You don't change a horse midstream in the middle of a doggone river. You stay on the horse that brought you to the party and brought you to the doggone river. So support your spouse, guys. That's the one thing I loved about Sharon. One of the many things I loved about her was she always supported me and supported Austin and supported the show and supported Health Masters. She was a wonderful woman. She was a goat, you know, the greatest of all time. I've told you that before. And so stand by your man if he's a godly man. And if he's not your man and you're not married to him and you're basically dating him and you know he ain't right, you might want, might want to check yourself. Same thing if you're dating a woman and she ain't right. That's one of the things that I have to do now when I go out with somebody, which is really weird, by the way, having a date again, because all I want is to have Sharon back. But she ain't coming back, but I can go to her. She can't come to me, but I'll see her again anyhow. Is this, you got to make sure they're saved. You got to make sure they're a Christian. I mean, why in the world does dark have dark? Why does darkness have light in common with darkness? It, it just not, it's not, that's not okay. You've got to marry within the faith. You've got to date within the faith. You've got to be with somebody who you know is going to be that godly example for you, both husbands and wives. All the days of your life, and you're going to support each other. And I don't know how I got off on that topic, but I just did. But guys, also we need to realize that you know we have to understand that you know uh, we're, we're we're banning a lot of transgender books now in the state of Florida. And, and you know you're saying well, that's a bad word to use, banning. How about we're getting rid of the filth and the pornography and the doggone sexual exploits of people in transgender world and just teaching it to our four, five, six, seven, and eight-year-olds. You know, I'm going to say something. This is going to make a lot of people really, really upset. I don't really care at this point anymore. The show's beyond getting people mad at this point. If you don't like it, then listen to somebody else. You listen to Joe Rogan cuss at you. Listen to me. This is it. When the Nazis burned the books back in the 30s and the 40s, when they were having the book burning, they weren't burning the Bible. They weren't burning the New Testament. They were burning pornography. They were burning stuff from Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan scum that had written filth upon filth upon filth and degeneracy upon degeneracy upon degeneracy to destroy and subvert the moral culture of Germany. That's what they burned. The Nazis did book burning. Yeah, they did. They burned the porn and the filth. 
We're doing the same thing right now in the state of Florida. We've had enough of the filth being taught to our children, and we need to realize that we can do all things through Christ, including telling the children that they don't have to look at pornography and filth and perversion. It's important that we understand that. So don't sit here and say, we're banning the books. We're not letting freedom of speech. Be-. No, you, you stop the filth. Why would you put pornography in front of a four, five, six, seven, eight-year-old, show them how to have intercourse with other men and intercourse with – why would you do that? Why would you make it so they could say, I'm a man, I'm a woman, I'm a starfish, I'm a goat, I'm a cheese today. I can be anything I want to be. It's stupid. And all you're doing is subverting the culture when you do that. And so when we come in in the United States of America, what's left of us, the patriots that are left, the Christians that are left, the believers in God and Christ that are left, and we say no more filth to these students. Why should we come under attack for that? But they got to make us Nazis now. they got to turn us back into the, the book-burning fascists of the 30s and what Hitler did. No, Hitler burned the porn. He burned the child pornography. He burned the ancient teachings of a lot of these satanic, Kabbalist, Luciferian, synagogue of Satan, quote-unquote, intellectuals that were subverting the culture. And he said, we're not going to allow the German people to see this stuff because it destroys the fabric of our society. That's what he did. One of the only things apparently I feel he did right there at the end, he was sacrificing his own children, you know, in the the German youth and all the crazy stuff he did in the defense of Berlin. I mean, this whole thing is a mess when you see what they've done to the United States of America and how they've come in now. And they're criticizing the people because nearly 1500 books have been banned now, implemented the first half of this year. I posted this article on the Hill and you guys can read through it. But we need to understand what they're doing and what they are banning and what they're doing with all that. Guys, I had the opportunity to pray for you guys last night. I'll do it again for a few moments after the show. I hope you've enjoyed the preaching today. I have really been on a tear. Because, guys, listen to me. We can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. For this is the day the Lord hath made. I will rejoice and I will be glad. And the same power that dwells in us is the same power that raised Jesus Christ from the dead. And we need to understand who and what we are as Christians. And you know you need to go out and take hold of it. The Bible says the righteous take it by force. The kingdom of God has been advancing since the beginning of time, and only forceful men lay hold of it. Guys, listen to me. This is a fight we're in. This isn't some kind of game we're in. This is a fight. It's a fight for the souls of man. And these people are playing for blood and they're playing for souls. You make sure you don't let them have your soul and don't let them have the souls of your children and your family. I love you guys. I appreciate you, and I will talk to you guys tomorrow. Wow, that was strong. <laughs> you riled up today, and I like it. And uh, you're 100 percent on point with that. And this is this is this is what we're in right now. That's why it's so important that people understand how bigger the picture is than most people see. You know, you can't look at everything through this tiny little lens that they try to make everybody and force everybody to look through with focusing on just left, right. This is the box you have to stay in. This is the narrative you have to focus on. These are the things you can only talk about. That's all designed to keep your brain from expanding and understanding what's really happening. That's why they keep people distracted all the time. That's why the mainstream media, if you notice, they usually have about a two- to three-day turnaround time on some new crisis, some new issue, some new headline news piece, breaking news. It's constant. It's to keep people constantly entertained and constantly distracted. That's why they're turning around. Oh, oh we got to do this now. Oh, this, look at this situation. Oh, Donald Trump's lawsuit, you know, felony charges. Oh, this going on over here now. They do it on a regular basis, and once you realize that you can start seeing through it, and the theater that it really is, like that's talking about with these books that they're shown in the schools. Yeah, I mean, that's that's just the beginning phase, and that's the whole point. It's to normalize it with these children. It's to get them to look at it and go, okay, that's normal. That's okay. 
Maybe I really am a girl. Maybe I really am a boy. Project Veritas released a disturbing undercover footage from Gender Clinic advising on 10-year-olds. This was interesting. They have uh, been setting up part of their series and, practice, and going in and basically doing undercover work at gender clinics in the U.S., which I told you earlier. I, uh, there's over 300 of them that have popped up since 2007, 300 pediatric gender clinics. They said medical professionals appear to admit to treat children as young as eight years old for gender confusion, which they claim is transgenderism, recommending life-altering puberty blockers for a 10-year-old and cross-sex hormones as young as 14 years old. Nora Scott, the licensed social worker at the Austin-based Dell Children's Medical Center, stated, We do have patients that are starting transitions as young as 8, 9, 10 years old. In the same video, undercover journalist asked about the gender transition of a hypothetical 10-year-old that she knew and was eventually directed to John, Dr. John Stever at Mount Sinai Adolescent Health Center, New York. Stever said she follows the World Professional Association of Transgender Health Guidelines and tells the journalist, and I quote, the way to go at this age, age 10, we something like puberty blockers. This drug really stops puberty pretty quick, so there's no further development of the secondary sexual characteristics happening. So things like this, no real chest development, no menstruation, things like that, that's the best way to go for a 10-year-old female. They're talking and bragging about what they're doing, and then by the time they're 13 or 14, they put them on cross-sex hormone treatment. That means like testosterone replacement therapy. They start going and doing either testosterone injections or testosterone implants at a 14-year-old. 14-year-old girl, they're talking about nothing abnormal about putting them on testosterone. This is insanity at its highest level, guys. And yet they're telling us, oh, if you, if you don't agree with it, if you don't go along with it, you're transphobic. I'm not scared of anything having to do with transgenders whatsoever. I'm more concerned about their overall health, and I'm concerned why suddenly – Suddenly, over the last three or four years, we've had this explosion of monumental proportions, and it's not because it's happening across the globe. It's because it's happening right here with the media, with the YouTube, with the schools, with the TV, with the music. Everything is pushing this on these children, and again, I say it. It's so important. You protect your children the best you possibly can. Also, too, in other news, I saw a video that came out. It's actually pretty interesting. It's a documentary premiere. I'll put the link to it, and it's called COVIDism, Contagious Deception. It's four parts to it, and it goes into detail pretty much from the very beginning on everything that we now know about COVID and everything that went along the lines focused on the timeline of the events. They look back at the science on the lethal, the basically how lethal and how effective the justified countermeasures were, how the deadly protocols at the hospital patients and all the research that didn't back this stuff. And yeah, it's a pretty interesting video. I'll send the link to it also to in other news as well. I saw this. There's a uh, Freedom of Information Act that shows a vaccine evaluation report sponsored by Pfizer submitted to Australian regulator, the Therapeutic Goods Administration, dated January 2021 and was released under an FOIA. What's interesting about this, the report contains significant new information that was suppressed by the TGA and by Pfizer itself, and it relates directly to the issue of safety and pregnancy and impacts the fertility of women. The whole report is important. The main key data points was it showed rapid decline in antibody and T cells and monkeys following the second dose. Also, the biodistribution studies that showed that the data on the impact of fertility outcome for rats and pregnant rats and data on fetal abnormalities in rats that were pregnant. So this is research that was done in 2000 
and was released in 2021 January that showed there was definitely a problem with RNA gene therapy shots in mice and in pregnant mice and in offspring and in abnormalities and fertility outcomes in rats. It never even made it past that, guys. It stopped there. And suddenly they started coming out in the beginning of 2021. If you remember, every single week you saw it on the mainstream news and on CNN and every platform. We highly recommend that all pregnant women get the COVID shot. It's safe and effective. How much research have you done on pregnant women with the shot? Oh, we've determined the efficacy and safety is par none. It's good to go. Everything's top tier, safe and effective. Where are the reports showing that it's safe for pregnant women that are carrying children to be injected with gene therapy? Oh, totally safe and effective. You're not answering my question. That's because we're not going to. <laughs> That's literally what they did to everybody. And now we've seen so many issues with pregnant women and with a lot of children that have been born that have been exposed to this shot, including miscarriages and everything else. And it's been very, very sad. And again, this is why it's so important to get the truth out there, to do your research, to understand what's happening, and to speak the truth. So I appreciate you, my friends. Thank you again for supporting Health Masters and allowing us to bring you commercial-free, hour-long show every single day. Thank you for forwarding this out there. Check out the uh, article links, daily news articles. A lot of the stuff we talked about today in the last couple of days will be on there. And also be sure to check out the product of the week, the Pro Cut Core, and also the Maximum Energy Kit that I put on sale. That's the Cortisol Buster, Adrenal Support, B-Complex, and Ultimate Multiple. Really helps bump out with energy, mental acuity, continual focus, Great, great stack that I use every single day. So be sure to check it out at healthmasters.com. Have a blessed, safe, awesome night. We'll talk to you again on this show tomorrow as always. to the U.S. and around the world by way of clear digital audio, 22,500 miles above the planet. This is the Global Star Radio Network.